0: Hello there. Welcome to the Woman Inspired Podcast and to 2024. So this is my first episode for this new year. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here too. <laughs> we wouldn't have this podcast without me, I don't think. All right. So yes, indeed, this is my first podcast. And so I'd like to say Happy New Year. We made it. <laughs> we did it. 2023. Long year in some ways, quick to fly by in others. But it's in the past, and the past is the past, and we are glad it is. So now we face the future. I'm Karen. In case I didn't tell you, just so you know, in case you're new here, I'm Karen. I would like to share with you, to kick off this new year, that will hopefully be blessed with new and beautiful adventures and um, maybe some growing wisdom and joy, that one of my absolute favorite scriptures is from Proverbs 31.25. It says, she is clothed with strength and dignity. That is not what it says in the Bible. (laughs) She is clothed with strength and goofiness. All right, let me try that again. Proverbs 31, 25. (laughs) She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come without fear. I think she can laugh at herself too. All right, I believe this to be true i truly do and i believe that any woman has the ability to be able to laugh at the days to come without fear if we sink ourselves into a full-on relationship with god i truly do all right so if you're wondering a bit more about my ministry woman inspired or this podcast how to schedule me to maybe speak at your church you can hop on out to womaninspired.com. That's woman, W-O-M-A-N, not women, W-O-M-E-N, because that'll take you to a different site. Uh, Womaninspired.com for all the details. And I admit, I don't always keep my calendar of events up to date on the actual website. It's a work in progress. But if you'll go on out there and click on the social media links at the bottom of the pages, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. And I do list all my events out there. All right. New year, not a new format. (laughs) Just, just telling you nothing new there. I will start each episode with a welcome as I did and some quotes that I call pod quotes. Ready? All right. Life is like a garden and every day you have an opportunity to plant new seeds. Choose wisely for what you sow, you shall reap. These, I I cannot find an author for any of these to attribute any of these quotes to today, even though I Googled, 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 um, but they're quotes that I love, so I'm gonna share them. And here's another one. We cannot force someone to hear a message they aren't ready to receive, but we must never underestimate the power of sowing seeds. And this is my favorite of the bunch. Words are seeds. They do more than blow around they land in our hearts and not on the ground be careful what you plant be careful what you say you might have to eat what you planted one day yikes that bites for some people don't you think all right today's episode is titled so what s o w what get it okay yeah it's maybe not that funny but i thought it was great all right (laughs) It's perfect title for today's episode because recently I heard someone talking about sowing seeds. Naturally, my mind went into more than one direction because I'm a gardener and because I'm a Christian. So one such path, of course, was to spring planting and tending my garden, which when I think about it, isn't that far off from now. And the other direction it went was where the Bible talks about sowing seeds. And that's really what the topic of conversation was. Um, the one that I was listening to at the time. Now, there are numerous places in the Bible where it references sowing seed, and it uses gardening or planting um, vegetation as an example. And I'm going to talk about some of those, but I'm also going to talk about what sowing seed looks like. I kind of want to ask some questions first off, though. I had to ask myself, These questions too, when I was writing this, especially after hearing a sermon also not long ago about sowing seeds, you know, that's kind of how the Holy Spirit works. You might get bombarded with similar messages every which way you turn. That means we should pay attention. All right. So what kind of seeds are you sowing on a daily basis? You know, I often talk about this pod on this podcast about if and or how you're being an example to other people, whether or not you're witnessing to other people and showing them the Lord's love. Or you know, through doing those things that that we intentionally do, like that, showing people love and kindness and caring, we're planting intentional seeds. And when we set out to share other things with people, like money or time, uh, our talents, or and like I said, we're kind to other people. Whatever that looks like in your world, that is intentionally sowing seeds of kindness and care. And that's what God calls us to do. That's one thing that we're called to do. So sometimes we fall short. We all do. Uh, I do. I know that I do. But God gives us a new day, right? Every day, another chance to get it right and to sow these intentional seeds. But what about the unintentional seeds that you plant, that you spread around, that you sow, that just kind of get cast off into the wind? A lot of times we talk about sowing seed and it it has to do with a purposeful action, something intentional, as I said, some sort of thing that we set out to do, whether it's volunteering to feed the homeless or delivering Bibles to people or making people uh, cookies and welcoming them to the neighborhood or to the church, or maybe just going and sitting with an elderly neighbor who's all alone and and needs someone to spend time with them. All those things are very intentional. Things that we do because we feel led to, because we have compassion and we're called to do them. But what about the unintentional things that we sow? Have you ever thought about what kind of seeds just in a general day in your life or in a difficult situation that you've encountered that you've had to handle or what kind of seeds you're planting then? Because most of the time we get so busy, we don't think about those things. What is it that you're truly sowing in those situations. What do you think will be reaped? I don't know, six months from now or a year from now, or or maybe even 10 years from now, maybe even someone else's lifetime from now over how you dealt with something today in your life or how you reacted or responded to something. I mean, I'm talking about everything from simple, Things like how you react to craziness in the middle of Christmas shopping to how you react to people in an emergency room when when you're going there to for for uh, help and seeking medical uh, attention uh, or to how you're joking around while you're sitting at a restaurant and people are watching you or listening to you how you react with your family and your friends and how you treat them in front of other people who's listening well. Yes, we know the Lord is always listening, but who else is listening? Who's watching you? Now, I'm not saying that these things or these thoughts um, should make us try to plant a particular kind of seed. I'm not trying to plant a seed of paranoia in you. I'm not. It's not like that. Or, or I'm not trying to suggest that anyone should put on a show for someone else or fake something. Hopefully, that's not what I'm doing here. It, with you is putting seeds in you that make you feel like, Oh no, I have to act or, Oh no, I have to be look a certain way or act a certain way all the time. That's not what I'm saying because it would definitely be unintentional seed planted if that's what I've planted in you. So that's why I'm addressing it. That's not what I'm saying. So please listen on because what I'm saying is that there's so much more to your life and so much more to how your life is viewed and seen and heard by other people than you probably think there is. When I look back at some of the most memorable lessons I've learned throughout my life, some of them have to do with a situation that I saw or was a part of or uh, me watching someone who never even knew that I was watching them. And whatever they said or did impacted me greatly, whether it was negative or positive. I remember those times. I'd have to say it's probably not that different for most of us. Can you think of a time when someone impacted you in in a huge way, you know, immensely, whether it was negative or positive, and you still remember it today. And it wasn't something they necessarily intentionally did. They weren't trying to show out for you. They weren't trying to, to impress you, or they weren't trying to purposely hurt you. But one of those things happened. That's a seed they've sown in your life, most likely unintentionally. I can recall a few of those. And, but the one that stands out the most for me has to do with prayer. Now, I was raised in a household of faith, but it was never hammered into us. We weren't told we had to go to church or that it was bad not to go to church. We could go if we felt led. And after we got into our teens, that is, but we moved around a lot. So it was often um, that we visited churches, but we never really joined them. However, my parents always educated us on the local culture, wherever we moved, including whatever the prominent religions and dominant denominations were there in whatever area we moved to. So we visited many different types of churches growing up. We always prayed before a meal and sometimes we prayed at other times And, and God was talked about and love was in our home, and Bibles were in our house. Now, you compare that to how I live today, and my house probably seems like a convent, (laughs) Um, even though I'm not Catholic, or it looks like a seminary to other people, because there are Bibles everywhere, books about faith everywhere, scripture on the walls, God is talked about in everything, pretty much, and prayer is a mainstay. But I had amazing seeds planted in me, nonetheless, when I was younger, just by all of those things that were a little bit, uh, uh, were shown to me and were a little bit part of my life throughout my growing up. You know, when I was younger, there was so much there that I look back on now that I didn't realize those were seeds being planted on me. And I am beyond thankful for them. Genuine seeds, not do as I say and pretend you're not seeing me act differently kind of seeds like some, unfortunately, some parents do. They say, do as I say, but then they turn around and act completely different. Those are seeds that are being planted of discontent, of of falsehood, of of hypocrisy. And parents who think that their kids don't have eyes uh, to see and ears to hear are, are sadly going to see that the seeds they planted will and sown will one day reap a harvest of sadness in their children. And it's going to take probably their children to rip those weeds out and make a decision in their life to walk away from that which they were taught. But, you know, growing up, my dad's faith was genuine and and it was apparent in his life and how he acted and his demeanor and how he dealt with things. And I will never forget one day, when I was in college, I'd gotten up really early to, to get a head start on my day because the weather was bad. And I lived with my parents for the first first two years I was in college and my dad worked shift work. So he was going to bed as I got up. He didn't know I was up even earlier than normal. So I, I saw, I had come around the corner. I was headed to the bathroom and my parents' bedroom door was open just a little bit. And I saw my dad kneeling at the edge of the bed and he was praying something I had never seen before my entire life. I'd seen him pray, but I'd never seen that where nobody else was looking, where he wasn't leading anybody, where he wasn't saying grace. Here he was kneeling at the end of his bed praying. And I stood quietly and I watched him for, I don't even know how long. And it wasn't until years later that I told him about that. It it made such a huge impression on me, this tough, big, burly, fun loving, compassionate man. He never flaunted his faith or or shoved it down anyone else's throat. But he had faith enough to kneel there and pray. And when we did talk about it years later, he told me he prayed every single day that way. He had since he was a child. My dad had been raised fully believing what it says in Matthew 6, 5 through 6. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. That seed he sowed, grew in me in amazing beautiful ways it was an unintentional seed he was just living out his faith he was walking out his faith living it the way that he believed he should and how he was raised to live it out and he sowed seeds in me that flourished in my life into a dedicated prayer life and a relationship with god so i looked up the definition of sowing seeds Just in general, sowing seeds means spreading seed in fertilized ground to germinate. Um, That's an intentional thing. But sowing spiritual seeds is a little bit different because a lot of times we don't know if the spiritual ground we're trying to plant seeds in is fertile or not. We can't tell when we speak to someone or we show them kindness and love or give them something um, where their soul is is. You know something for their soul, we don't know where their soul is on their spiritual journey. We don't know if they've mocked God and turned their back on him. We don't know if they're ready to receive that seed and hungry for it. We just don't know. We're just scattering seed, hoping that it will land on fertile spiritual ground. We have to be mindful that almost everything we do or say can plant seeds, whether we want it to or not. When I looked up the definition of sowing spiritual seed, I saw that most of the definitions I found were all about the same, but here's kind of a concise definition I found from In Touch Ministries. It says, God uses what we plant and leads others to help plant more seed and to water that seed, but he alone causes the growth. When you display Christ-like qualities and sow truth into others, God feeds their spirit changes their heart, enlarges their spiritual understanding and increases their desire to live for him. That is sowing seeds because it's our job to sow the seed, but Christ will then bring other people to help water it. Christ will then help that seed to grow if it is a seed of truth. So second Corinthians nine, six says, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully i don't know about you but i would like the the beautiful things that i sow the things are of god to have a beautiful harvest i may not ever be able to see that harvest But I have to understand that no matter what I'm sowing seed and I pray that any seed that I've sown that is negative, that is false, that is confusing, that is chaotic, that has become a stumbling block, that God has seen fit to, to, to blow a a long wind on it and pull that seed out and rip that seed out before it ever got a chance to grow. And if it ever grew in anyone, I pray that he rips it out. Um, I remember when I used to be too timid though, to, to do much seed planting, I was shy and awkward. Okay. I'm still awkward, but I, I actually used to be painfully shy that changed, but it didn't take away my timid nature in talking to people about God I didn't used to anyway, because I was timid about it. But then I heard a pastor once say that the point was not just to talk to people, not to speak as a witness and share the word of God through your words, but to be a witness day in and day out. That's how most of us, everyday Christians, are able to sow seeds, just simply by living the life God calls us to live. And then you will scatter the seeds he wants you to scatter, whether you realize it or not. But that made me all the more aware that I have to watch myself. It's like me seeing my dad, it was not an intentional thing. He didn't sit down and say, Karen, you should get down on your knees and pray every single day. He, he didn't do that. He didn't have to. I saw him. First of all, I saw the fruit in his life. And I saw what that harvest, um, what that sowing did. I, I saw the, the harvest reaped in his life and the blessings that he had and the way he handled things and the way he dealt with other people and what a loving dad he was. So I saw all of those seeds that he planted in us and in other people, uh, in my life. But he planted unintentional seeds in me because he went in and he he closed his door every day for so many years, uh, doing what the scripture said, what he believed was right to do, to go and, and, and pray in quiet and secret to his God. And then one day I happened to see the door, uh, was open a little bit and I saw what he was doing. So that was an unintentional seed that was planted in me. So I have to think about those things, um, especially when I remember things like that from my own uh, upbringing in childhood and even adulthood. So I have to check myself, Uh, you know, I have to remind myself in case I'm tempted, uh, don't lie, don't act nasty to other people in private or in public. How can I be Christ-like and deal with a situation, Karen? How can I deal with my hurt or fear or pain and anger and not spew it out all on other people? Because if I fail at being a loving representation of Christ, then I don't just fail at being a loving representation of Christ. I also plant seeds of what it's like to be the total opposite of that. It's not just a, oh, I don't plant good seeds in, if I don't plant good seeds in this situation, no big deal. I'll get a chance to do it tomorrow. That's not the only transaction we've got because no, you're planting seeds no matter what, good or bad. You're either showing people that you're complacent, that it's okay to be um, detached, that it's okay to be an enabler, that it's okay to be, uh, you know, a liar or a cheat or a, um, you know, discontent or angry or whatever it is that you're going through at the time. If you're not planting good seeds, you're planting something right? No words still send a message. No actions, an inaction, a lack of action sends a message as well. Good or bad, flowers or weeds, peace or discontent, love or hate, you're planting them. Positive or negative, something is always sown. And depending on the spiritual and mental condition of the person who is witnessing it, hearing it, seeing it, receiving it, those seeds might grow. When I talk about unintentional sowing though, I have found that it happens in many ways. And while the Bible uses a lot of different references to sowing seed, it's still a very realistic thing to think about. It's not just some allegory or imaginary sci-fi thing from the Bible. You can witness seeds being planted and growing every day in the world around you, whether they're physical or spiritual, because when you think about gardening or planting flowers or even just the way nature is, seed can be scattered unintentionally and oftentimes in the areas that we don't really want it to be. Take, for instance, poison ivy. I doubt any of us has intentionally planted um, seeds or vines of poison ivy in our yard, but sometimes, boom, there it is. One spring not long ago, I planted uh, my garden, and we had a really hard wind. And I guess some of the seeds that I had planted became kind of dug up. The, The dirt was pushed back off of it, and they were scattered in the wind, Uh, It lifted up that light layer of dirt and I, and that I had put over the seeds and it carried some of my cucumber seeds over into the blackberry bushes. Well, I didn't know this until things started to grow. Once they started to grow, I could see that I had cucumbers growing up amongst the blackberries, which is not a good thing because one would choke out the other. That was unintentional seed sowing. I didn't know that was going to happen. And if you just walk out anywhere in the woods, you can see that things are not planted exactly in a row or in a specific area, but pretty randomly. That's because seeds are just being sown wherever. They're scattered by the wind or by animals and or just by them dropping naturally from a tree or a bush. We do that in our lives, too. Maybe my anger one day when I'm at the grocery store spews over onto someone else. Or maybe my attitude as I'm going through the grocery store Slipping things into my basket while I almost run into somebody else. Uh, Maybe those things plant unintentional seeds. Or perhaps if you make a foul comment or a judgmental statement that triggers someone uh, else and it plants a seed of discontent in their day. Or it plants a seed on an inside an impressionable uh, child that witnesses it. And they think, oh, it's okay to act that way towards other people in a grocery store. What is it that a teenager might learn because someone has sown the seed in them that it's okay to be rude to people whenever they want to be rude to people or that it's okay to commit a crime? Isn't that a lot of what's happening these days, the last few years in our world and in our culture? One social media post where someone kind of decides to go off is put out there. They're ranting and raving about something, not bothering to care what they say or who they hurt in the process, not bothering to keep themselves in check. And then that post gets viewed by someone who decides that, oh, it must be OK to act that way and it must have made them feel better. So that seed has been sown in fertile soil that was just ready to have seeds of discontent and anger sown in them, and off they go. So then that person posts a rant, something rude and horrible on social media. And then that post begets 10 new rude posts, and then the 10 posts beget a hundred more posts with similar discontent and rudeness. And it grows and grows and grows, all because of that one small seed that was originally planted in someone by one person who probably was just having a really bad day. And unfortunately, they took it to social media and shared it in an inappropriate way. So much of this is happening in our world today, in person in social media, in schools, airplanes, someone plants a seed in someone else that, hey, if that person can act that way in that situation, then it's all right. I can do it too. I mean, maybe it will make me feel better or maybe it will I'll get good results or some attention from it. And before you know it, 100 people have seen those videos and 50 of those seeds are planted into some angry, fertile soil that grows even more discontent and angry. This is in part how we end up having crime rates increase and people going off the hinges, yelling inappropriately, cussing and anger, crime, because now they believe that it's not just okay, but now they believe they have the right to do it. That is a prime example of unintentional sowing of seeds that has reaped a whole lot of weeds and increased the amount of hatred and anger in the world. So I will ask, what type of seed do you think you have intentionally planted in your lifetime or maybe just in the last year? And can you go back and ask the Lord to show you that, to just give you a little glimpse in your quiet time? Ask God, please show me, help me to identify where I have planted some seeds unintentionally that I should never have planted. If there's a remedy, Lord, help me to Help me to find it. Show it to me. Help me to fix it. If there's something I need to do to fix it to, or to go rip those weeds out that I have unintentionally planted, please show me what I need to do. If I need to just turn it all over to you, Lord, and confess it, help me to do that and help me to do better as I go forward. You know, God, please show me what I should say and what I should do. And, and don't forget, also ask him to show you maybe throughout your day or throughout your next week or in the next month where you have some seeds of beautiful things that you have unintentionally planted. Because I have no doubts that you have also affected more people in a positive, loving, and godly way than you probably think you have. And maybe, just maybe, right now, you need to know that. Maybe for confirmation and affirmation that you're on the right path, you need to see a little bit of that for your own encouragement and strength. It's totally okay to ask him for that. Maybe you were a positive example to someone when you didn't even realize it, or maybe you just need a word of that reinforcement from someone else who has been the recipient of a beautiful seed that you planted in them. Maybe your heart wants to know it, and maybe that would encourage you to be even more intentional with what you say and what you do. Ask God, so what? S-O-W what? (laughs) What do you want me to sow, God? How do you want me to act in this situation or that situation? Help me to listen so, so my words and my actions match up to what you want them to be. Galatians 6.9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. I think that what it comes down to is if we're diligent, we're on guard, we're not trying to put on a mask or an act and fake it till we make it, but instead we just be the genuine authentic and transparent people that God calls us to be, just to be who we are, while making sure that we are um, doing what aligns with what God wants, that who we are aligns with what with who God wants us to be. Well, then we don't need to worry about it. We don't need to try to fake it till we make it. We don't need to put on a mask because no one's going to expect us to be perfect. God sure doesn't. But the majority of what we sow, will be what God wants us to sow. It will, be, will come from truth and authenticity and genuine love and caring and kindness, not perfection. You're going to get angry. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to be stupid. We all are. We all have times like that. But what the, the seeds that will find a place and grow will be the seeds of truth and love. I think God would be happy for us to sow those seeds and know that we will reap a harvest of something beautiful to come. That's my encouragement and, and thought for you today. Is to pray up about that. Pray into that. And see what God shows you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Woman Inspired Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, download this podcast. I greatly appreciate it. You may not realize it, but it makes a huge difference in my ability to continue doing this podcast. Thanks so much and you have a blessed week.